0: Marriage, hauntings, murder, we've got it all. A husband and wife talking about all things real, scary, and truthful. Welcome to our podcast. Hello. <laughs> you
1: <a> wolf.
0: <laughs> this might get longer every time I start. No.
1: Make it shorter. <laughs> say hello. Hello.
0: Hello. hello. Hi. What if I did that? Hi.
1: A lot of people say hi.
0: I know, but I'm just saying like, hi, at the beginning.
1: In a podcast?
0: Yeah. Hi, bye. (laughs) Cash Cash heard me say the B-Y-E word. He's like, bitch, you've been gone all day. Where are you going again? Nowhere, bub. We did take a really cute picture of him. He was like laying underneath the microphone. I'll put it on the podcast Instagram page for you to see because it was so cute. Eric said he was going to record the podcast, and then he said, what would you say? You'd call Guinness if he started talking?
1: Call somebody. <laughs> the law? I don't know.
0: What's it like? It wouldn't be Guinness. Ripley's, believe it or not. Somebody. Guinness is I'm for records. Somebody.
1: It'd be a record of the first talking dog.
0: I guess. Oh, boy. Benny's already starting his shit. It's been a minute and a half.
1: <laughs> He's fired up. <laughs>
0: He's like, I heard y'all were talking shit.
1: You can lay down, bud.
0: Have we done anything? We started watching Modern Family. It's on Peacock. This isn't an ad for it. This yeah, is no just. No
1: shit. No free ads. Don't talk about it no more. This
0: is just what we have started watching. And that show is so damn funny. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. We laugh out loud pretty much the whole time.
1: Yeah, we all wild. <laughs> Cheers.
0: The worst. <laughs> Eric's favorite character is the Phil. Ne- Phil. I can't pick. They're all so funny. Like one episode I'm like, oh, it's definitely Cam. And then the next one I'm like, oh, man, he's funny. And then I just can't decide. But Phil is Phil's the
1: funniest.
0: hilarious. Or um, I can't think of Al Bundy. What's his name? I can't think of his name. <laughs> Benny's giving kisses. He just lick my mouth. <laughs> He's like, talk, <laughs> I'll lick Mitchell? right in no, your Mitchell's
1: mouth. Jay. Jay. He's
0: funny. And Sophia Vergara, Zesty, I can't pick. They're all funny. But yeah, so if you got Peacock. Oh You <laughs> <Ew>. uh
1: <laughs> On me, dude. <laughs>
0: this never ends. If you got Peacock, watch my family, it's hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Bye>.
0: <laughs> right. end of episode you guys know i love to read i will read all day every day if that was allowed but it's not so what can you do but i have to tell you about a new book called aspen and it's a love story and it is a book you need to get your hands on right now here's a little blurb about it he is in search of a new beginning she's relearning how to trust When a cruel reality robs Mark of his lifetime love and business partner, he is left searching for a fresh start. After selling his company, Mark knows that Newport Beach holds nothing for him anymore and moves to Aspen. A successful, handsome, middle-aged man, Mark meets Susan at a popular Aspen restaurant. Susan, a beautiful, successful, middle-aged career woman, isn't about to be swept off her feet by a wealthy and chivalrous Mark. Unable to overlook the vast disparity between her and Mark's wealth, Susan's discomfort grows. Mark struggles to make sense of Susan's apprehension. However, Susan's reservations are rooted in the past she's yet to overcome. Can the two rediscover themselves as one when new love blossoms between them? I mean, you guys, don't you want to read it? right now all you have to do is find the book wherever books are sold to you amazon would be a great place to start and you can always come back and click the link in our bio to get the book and order it now you are not going to regret it if you hear heavy breathing benny has decided to uh camp right next to the microphone and he's just sitting here breathing like a creep
1: he's just living
0: he thinks he's gotta be up in the business. Can't have fun without him. And Cash, who is the bad one, is the good one. Since when? Why are you so good? He's like, I don't know, bitch, but I am good. I don't have do we have anything else? Have we done anything? My birthday's Monday, so uh, if y'all wanna wish me some happy B days, March twenty second, my birthday. I also accept gifts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You got plenty of gifts
0: i will accept gifts in the form of anything unless it's like crack
1: yeah don't say anything
0: <laughs> anything legal i'll say how about that
1: maybe not even that
0: money i <laughs> like money or i don't know
1: how about mini hugs because that's what i'm getting
0: Mm-hmm. He's just trying to butter you up because <laughs> you're going to be fucking bad here yep. the whole time we're trying to do it. <laughs> I wish you guys could see that. I mean, we need to start doing, like, YouTube videos, too, because you just really never know what the hell's going to happen. And we got a new YouTube video intro, and we haven't even used it yet, so... <sighs> if we can talk Eric into getting in front of the video camera, that's when it'll happen. So... Pray uh, to the YouTube gods. Probably not. You've done it before? Once. Mm, a few times. Once. No. You did my makeup. That was it. We did some questionnaire thing and something else. So, two or three times. So, see, you can do it. Put your back into it.
1: Ugh. <laughs> I won't be doing that. <laughs> I like <laughs> staying put. <laughs>
0: Whatever. Okay. Now that all that bullshit's over with, are you ready to get into
1: it? I call it bullshit. I call it love for my dog. It's
0: some bullshit. Do you want to take a guess? No. It's been in the news.
1: I don't watch the news.
0: Okay. Well, you get on Twitter. I'm sure it was on Twitter.
1: There's a billion things on Twitter. I, I'm not just tell me.
0: <laughs> it is the true story of the Amityville horror.
1: Why would that be on Twitter?
0: Because he he's dead. Fifty years ago. He died like seven days ago.
1: I don't even know who it is. So.
0: Well, buckle up, bitch. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> no. I mean, he was in the movie. one, The new, new movie? New-er. New-er movie. He obviously was it in the OG movie. So. Are <clears throat> you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever watch the original movie?
1: Yeah, it's not very good. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, well, so his name was Ronald... Remember in the second episode when his name was Roland and I called him Ronald the whole
1: time? <laughs> yes. This guy's name his,
0: actually, his name is actually Ronald. So I do have it correct. Ronald Joseph DeFeo Jr. And uh, he was born September 26th, 1951. And they said they called him a mass murderer, but like, I feel like that's aggressive. I mean, he killed his family, but, like, I th- I, th- I think mass murderer, to me, means, like. How many? Just, like, a shit ton. Like, like serial killer level, probably. Or, if not more. But I guess it says mass murderer is the act of murdering a number of people over a relatively short period of time. So, I guess
1: like four, four or, five or, and one four or, or more. Yeah.
0: I just think mass and think like big numbers, I guess.
1: Killing four people is a pretty big number.
0: But I think like like mass. Like a massive amount. Mass.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. Not that that matters. Um, He was convicted of killing his father, mother, two brothers, and two sisters in Amityville, Long Island, New York. He was to six sentences of twenty-five years to life. So he wasn't ever getting out. Yeah. <laughs> wasn't a chance in hell. <laughs> They're like, oh you want out? Oh, just getting oh 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 um they also called him Butch because Ronald and Butch makes you know, sense. Makes a lot of sense. Um uh basically uh his target was his family and he used a thirty 30- thirty five Marlin Rifle to do the Grimes. You really don't know this?
1: I watched the movie one time.
0: The Ryan Reynolds movie?
1: I've seen that one in the original one. It just weren't I didn't like them that much.
0: Oh. Well then. So are you ready for the murder part?
1: Yeah. <laughs> The whole damn story, you know? huh? <laughs> I don't need a backstory, just tell me what happened. There's
0: not a backstory really. I mean, he was just a kid. Um but like, you know, they keep trying to say that like it was like all due to like ghosts and stuff, but some Amons. people some people believe it, some people do not.
1: Do not right here.
0: Well, we know that to be true. Um see where was I? Yeah. Okay, so at around 6.30 on November thirteenth, nineteen 1974, he went to a bar in Amityville. Um, He was 23 years old, and when he got to the bar, uh, it was called Henry's Bar. He yelled, you've got to help me. I think my mother and father are shot. It was at 6.30 p.m. I was about to say on a specific day, but it doesn't say what day it was. Um... He and a small group of people went to our house. Uh, It was located at the time on 112 Ocean Avenue. All I can think of is the yellow yellow card song. Um, And our house was located near the bar. When they got there, they found that the parents were, in fact, dead um, inside. So they called the cops. They searched the house and found that the rest of his family was dead as well. Um, his dad among the victims were his dad who was forty-three, um, his mom, Louise, forty-three, uh, his siblings Don, who was eighteen, Allison, who was twelve thirteen, Mark, who was twelve, and John Matthew, who was nine.
1: Yeah.
0: So he's a peach. Um, all of his victims were shot with a thirty-five caliber level Action Martin three thirty-six C rifle at around three o'clock in the morning. So he killed him at 3 o'clock in the morning and then didn't do anything about Mm -hmm. it until 6.30 that night. Which, of course. Um, His parents had both been shot twice, while the siblings only were killed with single shots. Um, It says that evidence suggests that the mom and the daughter Allison were awake when he shot them. I feel like I'd rather be asleep.
1: Well, that's a lot of shots for somebody not to be awake.
0: Yeah, I guess. I assume those guns are loud.
1: Well, it's a raffle, so.
0: Um, they were all found laying face down in their bed.
1: <sighs> so, he turned them over?
0: I don't know. I assume. I mean, unless it's just like some weird <laughs> <face> thing. <laughs> genetic thing that they all just lay on their beds face down. Um, it says that, uh, he was taken to the local Popo, and they did that for his own protection because they thought that maybe, like, a hitman, um, was doing the crime, and apparently there was a hitman, like, known around that time, and his name was Louis Fellini, but, like, how do you just, you just jump from, like, it could have been anything to hit, it's a, it was a hitman. He's just a hitman. They
1: killed everybody with hell?
0: Yeah. So, I mean, if you were going to go after the whole family, yeah. you would go after the whole family. Um. It said that Fellini, let's see, uh, had lived with them for a time, so maybe, like, that's why they thought. I don't really know. I don't really know. Now I can't find it, but I guess it said that they had lived with him for a time, but now I don't know where I saw it. So maybe I made it up. <laughs> maybe I, uh, <laughs> maybe I was just making some bullshit up. Let's see. How do you type, how do you do this? Um, I don't know. They, but they were just like for sure that he did it they were they said that he demanded that it was their friend, his friends that went with him they were like it has to be Lewis it has to be and then he said later on when they were questioning him that he was awake awoken by Lewis at gunpoint and then
1: did nothing about it
0: <laughs> was like <"Huh?" laughs> Whatever. Um, it says, however, during the interview at the station, uh, it soon exposed inconsistencies in his version of events, and then the next day, he confessed to carrying out the killings himself. And Louis Bellini was actually out of the state during the time, so he couldn't have even done it if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, Ronald, detectives <clears throat> told detectives that once he started, he just couldn't stop. It went so fast. He also admitted that he had taken a bath and redressed and detailed where he had discarded evidence, such as bloodstains, clothes, and the rifle and cartridges before going to work per usual. Mm. So he's like, I killed all my family. And then I took a shower, got ready, cleaned up my mess, went to work, and then had a day. decided to tell people, oh, well, hey. My parents are dead.
1: Just had a day.
0: You gotta, like, it's, I'm always like, why, why? Like, what you were going about your day, like, what changed for you to be like, oh, I guess I'll tell them. Mm. Well, you didn't want to tell them that morning, so what's the difference? <sighs> you just, you just, you just don't know. Um. So, let's see, let's see. Um okay. So uh the detective of their county name I wanna say it's probably Jasper but spelled with a G because Gasper doesn't sound like a name.
1: (laughs) Some unique name.
0: Um he was the first to question Butch at the scene. Um and of course he was sobbing and just beside himself um and that's when he said that lewis was to blame um it said that uh after signing an official statement he was driven by the homicide detectives george harrison so there was a beetle there (laughs) and a man named joseph napolinto no idea to the headquarters where he would be interviewed that's again where he insisted that uh, Fellini was the one that murdered his family. Um, it says when they continued to question him, he seemed more intense in his willingness to cooperate. Uh, he also admitted to petty robberies that his friends and him had taken uh, part in. And he was like <laughs> basically just started spilling the beans. He's like, I killed my family. also robbed the quickie mart down the road. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So um, They did discover the ammunition and stuff in his room. Um, he said that, uh, he was a gun fanatic. So, you know, I don't, I didn't kill people. I just like guns. (sighs) (laughs) Like, I get that people are going to lie, but this dude obviously was not good at lying. Um, when they got it, like got him to tell the truth, they were like, "Did it really happen that way?" And he said, "No." <laughs> so like, <laughs> like, what was the point, Ronald? Um. So then, of course, he had to go to trial, as you do when you've committed a crime. Say a murder. A murder. Um. His trial began on October fourteenth, nineteen seventy-five, and his defense lawyer named William Weber. Tried to say, of course, that he was insane. Um, claiming that he had killed his family in self-defense because he heard their voices plotting against them. So, you know, whatever. Um, his insanity plea was supported by a psychiatrist, uh, Daniel Swartz. And uh, it said that DeFeo was an avid user of heroin and LSD. he also had antisocial personality disorder and was aware of his actions during the time of the crime. Hmm. So he had a lot going on. Just like in general. Um, His trial didn't last that long because on November 21st, 1975 is when he was found guilty of six counts of second-degree murder. And on December 4th, 1975, Judge Thomas Stark... Sentenced him to six sentences of 25 to life.
1: Why wouldn't it be first degree or or first degree with intent?
0: Uh, Second degree is without justification or valid excuse. So you're just killing people to kill people pretty much. He was held at the Sullivan Correctional Facility in New York. (sighs) So. There are some controversies. Surrounding the...
1: What, the demons?
0: Crime. No, but we'll get to that eventually.
1: No, leave that part out.
0: (laughs) So, um, since they were all found face down in their beds with no signs of struggle, they thought that maybe he had drugged his family. Because how else does that happen? Um, The autopsy uh, said that they were not drugged. Um, it said they did toxicology on the blood and the urine but also all the organs were removed and there was hardly anything in their bodies neighbors didn't even report hearing gunshots being fired Um, and those who were awake at the time only heard the dog barking so they're like we don't know why we didn't hear anything because the gun also didn't have like a silencer or anything on it So, like, there was nothing. And then people are like, how come nobody heard anything?
1: The demons had the sound.
0: Maybe, I Uh. guess. Um, Apparently, him and his dad had a bad relationship, but they never really figured out, like, why he did it. Um, He did ask police what he had to do in order to collect the life insurance. So, you know, he's like, I did it, by the way. How do I get this money? They're like you ain't gonna need it where you're going. I don't
1: think you're awarded it. If you, <laughs> if you murder them, the killing.
0: Um. So after he was convicted, he gave many different accounts of how he killed his family. Um, in an interview in 1986 for Newsday, he said that his sister Don killed their father, and then the distraught mother killed all of his siblings. And he said that this all happened with a thirty-eight caliber Smith & Wesson revolver, and then he killed his mom. And he said that he took the blame because he was afraid to say anything negative about his mother to their father. And the father's uncle. Because they thought that they would kill him. So that is complete different. And, like, even the weapon is different.
1: That's a good story, though.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, So, in 1990, he filed a 440 motion to have his conviction uh, vacated. The judge was probably like...
1: Fat chance.
0: (laughs) Fat chance, nerd. Ain't getting out of this one. Um, He, uh, in this claim, he said that an unknown assailant fled the house before he could get a look at him, and he killed their parents, and then Don killed the siblings. And that he killed Don because it was an accident over the rifle. So, another story. That's
1: that was not so, still not, not so true.
0: Um, let's see. Uh, Judge Stark denied the motion. He said, I find the testimony of the defendant overall to be false and fabricated. His testimony during the fall of 74, he was married and lived with his wife and child at Long Branch, New Jersey, is incredible and not worthy of belief. He produced no corroborating evidence in regard. And another reason for my disbelief is demonstrated by consideration of several points of the testimony. And so he basically went on to say, Look, bitch, (laughs) we know you did it. You did it. So quit trying to make sure that because... You must busted. Damn. Um... In 2000, November 30th, 2000, he met with Rick Asanua, who is an author of the book called The Night that DeFeo's Died. And uh, they spoke for about six hours, and DeFeo denied giving him any information that could be used in his book, claiming that he immediately left and did not speak at all. But it says they also spoke for six hours. So this dude was obviously just cracked out. Um Rick said that DeFeo claimed he had committed the murders with his sister and two friends. So, again, another lie. said that he uh, did it out of desperation because his parents were plotting to kill him. <laughs> um He claimed after a furious row with his father, he and his sister planned to kill their parents, and Don murdered the children in order to eliminate them as a witness. And that's when he got mad Knocked her unconscious and then shot her. So again. Like, you just want to be like, what the fuck?
1: He's a storyteller. Yeah,
0: he's like, I'm going to be in jail. I'm just going to make sure that for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, okay. Um, says, most of the claims made in the book are from DeFeo's ex-wife. So, I guess she was like, I'll cash in on this. <laughs> if he's going to start making crazy shit up, why why don't I say something too? Um, but, of course, her stories were the truth, not <laughs> the bullshit that he was viewing for, what, 30 years, I guess. Um, she also remarried and... Uh, She's probably like, "Bye, sir." Um, they the book also was adapted into a drama docudrama called "Shattered Hopes: The True Story of the Amityville Murders," it was released in two thousand and eleven, and it was narrated by Ed Asner. So interesting. Do you know who Ed Asner is? Not a clue. <gasps> he was in the Mary Tyler Moore Show.
1: Do I look like I ever watched the Mary Tyler Moore? <laughs> Let's be real.
0: I mean, I thought everybody did. Not
1: one second of it have I watched.
0: Oh my god. Uh, and I never will. <laughs> and I never will. And I never will. Send a text. Send a Send text, CC. We've been watching a lot of New Girl. Not that this has anything to do with that, but, you know. Um, Let's see. So, I found a thing that was like nine creepy facts, but a lot of them we've already talked Not about. Not creepy. And they're not creepy. Um, <laughs> there was a family that moved in after all of this.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I think the house sat empty. Dirty. I think the house sat empty maybe for a year before it sold. But I don't know if that's true. Um, of course, that's the one thing I didn't save. Um, but it was a family called the Lutz family and they purchased the home at a reduced price of $80,000 but they only lasted 28 days in the house before they were like we gotta get the bug out of here um, and this they are the ones that like propelled the legend of the story of the like the paranormal part of it or whatever so they say that while they were there the stepfather had a history of dabbing in the occult that?
1: He just walked around and dabbed.
0: Yeah, I said dabbling. Oh. oh my God. Damn Damn have been funny.
1: Just dabbing in a coat? Um,
0: George woke up at 3.15 every morning, which was around the time uh, the murders happened. Um, they also claimed to smell strange odor and see green slime oozing out of the walls and keyholes and experience cold spots in certain parts of the house.
1: They should have called Ghostbusters. <laughs>
0: Um, when the priest came to bless the house he heard a voice scream get out and he told the Litzes to never sleep in a particular room in the house Um, this is what
1: the movie is about right
0: yeah I just said that so way to pay attention Um, other paranormal activity uh, a nearby garage door would open and close by itself a spirit would uh, knock a knife down in the kitchen a pig like creature with red eyes staring down at George and his son from a window George waking up to Kathy, the wife, levitating off the bed, and the sons also levitated off their beds.
1: That's an eventful twenty-eight days. Oh
0: no shit! Um, it says after telling the story of their like, uh, what am I? What experience? Yeah. Good lord, I could not figure that word out of my mind for nothing. Um, they took a lie detector test. They passed, so they were like. We're not lying. This is real. Um, it says they had um, like legal and financial issues. So people were like, if they had financial issues, maybe they were like, we're going to tell this crazy story, sell it, and then we'll make a bunch of money. Um, so people thought they were lying. Um, it says that his, let's's lawyer, uh said that they the three of them came up with this horror story over many bottles of wine. So I don't know
1: why are you always lying?
0: Um the house does still stand and was officially sold in February two thousand and seventeen to an undisclosed uh, owner for six hundred and five thousand dollars but it was two hundred thousand less than the asking price.. The fuck? And it has a new address. That's
1: it. it. Our house is for sale for $9 million.
0: <laughs> The address <laughs> is 108 Ocean Avenue instead of 112.
1: People just ask what they want for houses these days. Yeah, I guess. Some old ass, probably fallen down house.
0: It's here, a nice house.
1: Here's $600,000. I'll
0: show you the house. The house has always been weird. It looks like it has a face up, I always thought. But
1: it ain't $800,000. nice. No.
0: Well, they only got it over 600. It ain't that either.
1: Hell, i will give you 45000 It's a for big it house. Right now.
0: And in New York. So, it's not like living where we live. I would want to live there. But, I'd
1: live in that house if, if it was where we live. <laughs> like right down the road, I'd live in it. <laughs> not in New York.
0: Not in New York, New York.
1: That's why people go crazy, because they're in New York. Uh.
0: So, that one's not like crazy pants, but he did die just like seven days ago. So, Well, seven days ago from when we were recording this. He died seven on days. March 12th, 2021. Seven days. There you go. What's that from? The ring.
1: The ring of fire. Our-
0: mm, no. No, 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 no.
1: I know he didn't. What? Oh. I said no, 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 he didn't. What is that? Oh, shit, I don't know.
0: I think you're just making it a
1: me up. I I was in high school, I think.
0: I think you're just thinking of Nick, 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 because that's exactly what it sounds like, except you're saying no, she didn't.
1: I said no, he didn't.
0: Or whatever. You get it, you get it, you get it. So, any thoughts?
1: No. Not really.
0: Do you think that it was...
1: No. <laughs> I do not think it had anything to do with a ghost or anything. <laughs> I think the guy just lost his mind and killed his family. Well, just you don't unst- think
0: there was ooze coming from the walls?
1: No. I No way do I think that. He's just <laughs> unstable.
0: He didn't say that. The noob people did.
1: Oh, no. I don't believe them either. <laughs> I don't care what a lie detector from the 80s or 70s said. <laughs> I wouldn't believe a lie detector test now.
0: Well, then. Well, then.
1: I'm sure maybe some stuff happened, but there ain't no damn ooze coming out of the keyholes (laughs) and shit. I just will never believe that. Because why?
0: I don't know. I'm not going
1: to haunt these bitches so hard. I'm just going to ooze out of the keyholes. Well,
0: there you go. It's like Nickelodeon slime. See, it all goes back to Nickelodeon.
1: Or Ghostbusters.
0: Nickelodeon. <laughs>
1: no, I don't believe anything they said.
0: <laughs> you heard it here, folks. You don't believe shit. Not a damn thing.
1: Mm-mm, not one word.
0: <laughs> not one. You lost word. me at ooze. I'm so tired. Look, Mm. That's a nice thing to say right before somebody's birthday.
1: But it ain't your birthday yet.
0: But it's right before. I will not say
1: it on your birthday, I promise. <laughs> I saw you look well. But right. at, you look well. Rested. At
0: midnight on the 22nd, you'll be like, you look a little bitch.
1: I won't say it. So, you you tired looking? Mm-hmm. You look tired, girl.
0: <laughs> you look tired, girl.
1: <laughs> How are you feeling? I am. Tired. I
0: slept four hours last night and two the night before.
1: You only sleep two hours a night. We before. went to bed
0: at 12 and you woke up stomping around at 150.
1: Oh, yeah, so who slept two hours? Sounds like I did. And
0: then you came in here and went back to sleep, and you were like this.
1: It took me two hours to fall back to sleep, though, and then I got up at 630. That was you. you and just I thought, scared the dog.
0: I'm going to smother him with a pillow.
1: Well, I'm on the ooze coming out of the lock.
0: <laughs> That's what I thought was going to happen.
1: You thought wrong. Mm -hmm. and you would have thought wrong then too
0: do your job
1: I do my job every day I'm a hard hard working do your
0: job
1: shout outs shout out to the ooze that comes out of people's locks
0: (laughs) number one respect
1: (laughs) mad mad respect Uh, shout out Derek and Trevor and Whitney and Shiloh and Cassie woo woo she literally just told me that like just a couple minutes ago, so I wouldn't. And I almost forgot.
0: Yeah, I mean, you literally heard that he was struggling.
1: I had to close my eyes.
0: Oh, how dare you keep your eyes open or closed?
1: I was trying to see the list <laughs> in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, big old ding dong, bing bong. I need to go to sleep. You need to go. To sleep.
1: <laughs> you tired, girl? You looking tired? Do you
0: want to tell them where they can find us too? <laughs>
1: Like our home address?
0: No, bitch.
1: Because that would be weird. Mm. No, I don't do that. I did my job. Yes. You do Just your job. Just start telling them. Uh, myspace. No. .com Actually, I think we do
0: have a Myspace. Really? Yeah.
1: There was my entire joke. <laughs> wow. Never mind. I'm out. Tell them. I don't know.
0: You really don't know?
1: No, I don't. I only, Ooh, use, really, I are I your only use Twitter.
0: That doesn't mean anything. We got a Twitter. And?
1: We got a Twitter. And? And Instagram. And? And, uh, <laughs> Facebook.
0: Yes, obviously. And
1: apparently a MySpace.
0: And a YouTube. A YouTube.
1: And, and, you a a you a
0: and you can find us on Patreon. We do have a TikTok. you can find us on Patreon. Patreon. You can support us on Patreon or on Anchor. And you can also buy our merchandise. All the links that you will need will be in the description. I am so much better at this than you.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> but you're still looking tired, girl.
0: I am tired, girl. So we going go. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. What if you want to page me, it's okay.
1: What the fuck is that?
0: Can Possible, bitch. What? Kim Possible.
1: What the shit is that?
0: Oh, my God. I'm going to murder is you. Is it a
1: movie?
0: No. I mean, yeah. I guess I made it into a movie, but it was a freaking TV show. Kim Possible. Call me. Beat me. If you want to reach me. If you want to page me, that's okay.
1: That's a really catchy tune.
0: I know. <laughs> anyway. We're going to bounce.
1: Bounce on me. Bounce <laughs> me.
0: So, we'll scare you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. What the fuck? <laughs>